This is probably going to be a draft pick that for years people are going to be talking about and questioning. <laughs> but I'm just going to take a chance here for O line slash D line, Jab of the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm William Glasser. I'm the host of the Substantiate Podcast. Welcome back. Today, I've got an exciting episode. Today's hypothetical matchup is Star Wars characters playing football. I have an amazing guest today, Sean Conley. Sean is a former NFL kicker. He played briefly for three different teams, the Detroit Lions, Indianapolis Colts and New York Jets. Uh, Ultimately, injuries took him away from the game, but he goes on throughout his life and winds up writing a book called The Point After. He talks about, you know, basically his entire life, his entire story. It's a great read, about 250 pages. I'll link to it down below. And so that's Sean and so other news podcast obviously at substantiate pod instagram and twitter uh some stuff coming out there like i'm posting my nfl playoff picks as instagram reels they get a bit more engagement than putting it as one long video so that's out there although i went over for four last week so maybe don't take my word for everything but Anyway, it's the NFL playoffs. What an exciting week that was. And yeah, so I'm not going to take up much more time here, but we've got Sean on here today. Again, all the links down in the description. And let's hear some Star Wars characters playing football. Today, I'm joined by Sean Conley. How are you today, Sean? I'm doing great, William. Thanks for having me here. Excited. I guess we can call you a former professional athlete, right? Former for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the first former professional athlete on the show. We've had some college players before, but you're the first pro. So do you want to tell the audience a little bit about your football background? Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I played for the University of Pittsburgh, you know, back in the 90s. And then after that, I was I was assigned by the uh, the Detroit Lions. And I just bounced around the NFL. I guess you could say I was a journeyman. I went from Detroit to the Indianapolis Colts to the New York Jets. And I played one year over in what used to be called NFL Europe um, with, the, with the Scottish Claymores. So, yeah, like like a lot of kickers, I just bounced around looking for work for a handful of years. Yeah. So... With that expertise in football, we are talking today about Star Wars characters playing football. So we are each going to draft teams of players with one offensive lineman, one quarterback, three receivers or tight ends, one running back, and then you can place them however you feel fit on the defense when we talk about that side of the ball and obviously with Sean's position one kicker so <laughs> that'll round up the rosters today so Sean would you like to have the first pick in this draft oh wow first pick okay so one QB one kicker two wide receivers one O-line yep one kicker what am I missing 
Oh, one running back, of course. Okay, got it. All right, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So with the first pick of the uh, 2022, what's the name of this draft? What are you going to call it? We'll call it the Substantiate Star Wars Playing Football Draft. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to have to go with my favorite. Han Solo is the first pick, and he's going to be my quarterback. That is an excellent pick. Definitely a lot of accuracy going in there and, you know, willing to take risks. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. He's kind of a cowboy and he like, you know, nobody ever wants to tell him the odds. So no matter like what the situation in the game, we still got a chance. That's that's a great pick there and slotting him into a nice position. And I know at one point in your book, you're talking about and you tell someone that uh, the kicker is the backbone of the team. And they're like, well, isn't it the quarterback? And (laughs) so starting off uh, with the backbone of the team in someone else's words. (laughs) Exactly. The truth now. All right, so with my first pick now, I'm going to go, I'm going to split up Han and Chewie. Chewie's coming to my mm. team. I mentioned it before we started. I'm going with Chewbacca as my offensive lineman. And, you know, again, when you only have one O-lineman versus the regular five, you just take the traits of that character and sort of extrapolate them to the offensive line as a whole. But... Chewbacca, obviously a very strong player on defense. He can definitely double up as a D-lineman. He's got a ton of size, ton of weight, ton of strength, and he won't have Han Solo, but Han Solo also won't have him. No. <laughs> I love it. All right, so we, we already got like a, like a rivalry happening here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, with my second pick, I'm going to go a little out of the box here. I'm going to go... Uh, Wide receiver Boba Fett, based on Mm. flying skills. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Boba Fett there, obviously, with a jet pack and all of his other powers. You know, he's definitely strong. And I'm not sure if you've seen the book of Boba Fett recently on Disney. Not yet, not yet, but soon, yeah. Well, it's not spoiling much, but he comes and he starts training with some Tusken Raiders on the planet of Tatooine. And he's definitely has a strong work ethic, someone that has a lot of skill, again, a lot of strength, good fighting. He'll go up and grab the 50-50 balls for Han Solo. (laughs) All right. Love it. All right. Now, with my next pick... I want to draft a running back. I want someone that is going to be fast. And Sean, I know during your time with Detroit, you were partners with Barry Sanders in warmups, just throwing the ball around. So what kinds of traits and what kinds of things did uh, you see in Barry that made him such an exceptional running back? Mm. Great question. Yeah, well, I think in so many ways, Barry Sanders was was unique as an athlete, NFL player. And one thing was he was just, he was soft-spoken and humble and he just worked, you know? So he was like a leader based on just how he showed up and presented himself, not only on the field, but also off the field and just how his demeanor and his professionalism, you know, he wasn't someone who needed to like brag or be boisterous. It was just like, he just did what he needed to do. Yeah. So now when I'm thinking of running back, hopefully to emulate some of those skills, because, you know, who wouldn't want someone that emulates Barry Sanders on their team? 
I mean, I'm not telling you who to draft for me, but what Star Wars characters uh, pop out to you in that category? Oh, that would, oh man, it would probably be, I'm thinking Luke Skywalker would be the mm. most obvious there. Um, but, you know, young Luke Skywalker was, was, was you know, a little a little cocky and he he, he matured as time went on so and barry was kind of got that right away so maybe there, there's someone i could say but i don't know if i want to say it because it, it, it might be my next pick so i'm gonna i'm just gonna leave it at that all right all right we'll have to <laughs> circle back to that once you <laughs> once you draft that player but the yeah. guys betrays right yep yep <laughs> So, I mean, I won't go with Luke out of fairness, cause, mm. or at least on this pick, because, you know, you just threw that one out there. But definitely someone for speed. I mean, this might be a little unconventional, but speed and agility, I'm going with Yoda. He might not mm. show it in the original trilogy, but back in the prequels, when you see him fighting... Uh, Count Dooku in the second or in episode two and then against the Emperor in episode three you know he is very fast when he's fighting he has plenty of agility going up doing all kinds of flips and things midair and he'll still strike home where it's uh, (laughs) where it'll score him some points so a bit of an unconventional pick you don't see Yoda and think you know Pounding the ball down the middle, running back, but that's who I'm going with there. Oh, that's a good pick. Well, this is going to force me to counter, and I, I don't want to do that. This is probably going to be a draft pick that for years people are going to be talking about and questioning. <laughs> but I'm just going to take a chance here for O line slash D line, Jab of the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you this much: Jab of the Hut is big. He can definitely <laughs> block someone. Um, not sure about all of the physicality there, but he's definitely commanding, <laughs> and he's going to have things go his way as long as there's no slaves tied up in chains on the field. So exactly, what well, he, here's <laughs> his secret weapon is is no one can play mind tricks on him. Exactly. So like no nobody's going to be able to get into his head because Jab of the Hut mind tricks don't work on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a whole nother element to this game that we haven't really mentioned yet, but all of the beyond physical abilities, right? You've got, you know, whether it's Luke Skywalker, obviously he progresses as a Jedi, you know, with mind tricks or Obi-Wan Kenobi famously with the original Star Wars movie. Um tricking the stormtroopers into letting them pass or really just any of the Jedi or even Sith for that matter with all of the non-physical non-football abilities that come in there that Chewbacca as my offensive lineman I mean I guess it doesn't work the same if it's Jabba versus if you had a Jedi there but you know let me pass (laughs) (laughs) let me get to the quarterback but again another Bit of an unconventional pick, but there's definitely reasoning behind it. I, I'm, I'm, I might be what it's all said. I might be like the Cleveland Browns of, of like drafting, you know, the <laughs> picks. <laughs> yeah, it might be a stretch, but you can definitely still see it. So there's a lot of good names on the board still. Yeah. So just to recap what we have so far, your first pick was Han Solo at uh, quarterback. Then I drafted Chewbacca as my lineman and then you drafted uh 
Who was your second pick? Oh, Boba Fett, wide receiver. Right, Boba. And then I drafted Yoda as my running back. And after that, you drafted Jabba the Hutt as your D-lineman. So that leaves me still looking for a quarterback. And like we said before, quarterbacks are very important. And I'm, again, this might seem maybe a little unconventional, but I'm going to go with Emperor Palpatine as my quarterback. He is someone that, you know, if you're thinking about someone that can control the game, that's him. He's controlling everything um, leading up to the prequels, through the prequels, and ultimately, you know, just taking power as the Chancellor and then Emperor of the Galaxy. And, you know, he's someone that has a game plan. He's got it figured out. And, you know, ultimately, when it comes down to selfishness, I mean, yeah, I guess he's selfish. He might try to run the ball a couple times, but, you know, still, he knows what has to be done to win the game. All right. Off the board, Palpatine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, with my next pick, another one that I think is probably going to be questioned for years. Um, I'm actually going to draft a kicker number four. For, for a couple of reasons. Number one, just love kickers. But uh, most importantly, I can't pass up on uh, Princess Leia for a couple of reasons. Number one, I need, you know, I'm worried about Han Solo just like needing some balance, you know, him like getting undisciplined. So like she's going to like keep that balance. And also just uh, for, the, for the kicking skills, she's calm. She's cool under pressure. She's a Jedi. So if the ball is going to the right, the wind's taking it. <laughs> she'll bring it. She'll get it right down the middle. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great pick there, and that's something you talked a lot about in your book about you know your mindset and kicking and how you always visioned envisioned the ball passing through the uprights. You want to talk to you know how important that is in being a good kicker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there was actually a, a segment the other night. Um, I could, can't believe it. After all these years on kickers on on sixty minutes, I want to check it out. It's only like ten minutes, but it was it was it was so cool. It was actually a lot of the stuff that I talked about in the book, and it, it was the mental game. And they asked a kicker for the um, the Ravens. What's his name again? Steve? No, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. There you go, Justin Tucker. And um, you know, he asked him like how much is mental and he said 90 percent is mental as is like the the, the, the next 10 percent as well and and so especially like at that level if you're able to get to the level of like division one college or the nfl you you obviously have the physical skills but what's most important is you know how does your mind handle failures which are going to happen you're going to you're going to miss a kick and especially like the, this year in the nfl i think it's like 14 or 15 nfl teams have, have switched kickers and and so it's it, 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 everything is mental at that game. So you you need some sort of tools or skills. You know, for me, this that would help me as a kicker. Is I had a I had a coach at Pitt who told me, you know, when you're watching videos of yourself, uh, either after practice or after a game, spend maybe ten percent of the time on the kicks that you missed or thought you made a mistake where it looked like it was going to go wide and you snuck it in. It wasn't your best kick, but he told me to spend the most time as possible on the kicks that I made to get that in my mind. So, so I always use that like either before or after a game, I would try to envision the kicks that I, that I had already made, or I would also envision 
kicks that I, I would just like make up scenarios. Like if we're playing Notre Dame, I would like just envision myself like making a last second field goal. And, you know, I would do this like in my bed at night in the hotel, but also like in my locker room. And I, th- I think that uh, made a difference. And another thing you speak to a few times is your ADD and, you know, how well, while it may have some downsides, an upside of it is your ability to hyper-focus on something. Was that a big advantage when it came to kicking? Yeah, I felt like, you know, that it was it, it was an advantage. It, 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 now, sometimes it was a disadvantage like if, if I would all of a sudden, you know, miss a couple of kicks and I, my mind would start getting like focusing on the, the, those two kicks. But the good thing was, is when I was able to manage it, and get it under control and I could then shift it to positive and then just, just, just think of like, you know, you know, like making kicks, making kicks. It, it, it got complicated my ADD because I, it also came into my training a lot. Like I would over, over train, which the amount of training I put in helped me get really far, but my, but I trained so much that I didn't last long once I made it to the NFL because my, my leg wore out. <laughs> yeah. So I think Leia there is a good pick. She's, you know, obviously has many of those traits like you were talking about and sort of uh, balancing Han Solo out, which leaves me, you know, I still have not drafted a wide receiver or tight end. Ooh, but you're going to have to wait a minute before we get back and you can hear my pick because first I need to tell you about Built Bar. So yesterday I get home from school and I'm about to go shovel someone's driveway, make a few quick bucks. And well, it was after school. I was a bit hungry. So what did I do? I grabbed my Built Bar and went on my way. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes almost like a candy bar. Some of their flavors are so delicious. I think yesterday I had a double chocolate bar. Amazing. I know some of my other favorite flavors are marshmallow churro puffs, as well as coconut brownie chunk, and as well as all the other flavors. They've got peanut butter brownie, mint brownie, uh, all kinds of different things, fruity, chocolatey, and they've always got limited time flavors coming in and out they really are so good i cannot recommend them enough you know you're in a tight situation like i was yesterday just gotta grab something to eat real quick to get you through the rest of the day to your next meal built bar is your option built.com use code substantiate and save yourself 10 percent off your next order again that is code substantiate for 10% off the best protein bar you will ever eat, guaranteed by me, William Glasser. You know, I still have not drafted a wide receiver or tight end, so I'm definitely looking in that category here. And in this case, I'm looking for someone that is reliable, someone that I know, you know, okay, Palpatine can always just get out there and get the ball to and can trust that the job is going to get done. So in this case, I'm going with Darth Vader, but not like, not Darth Vader, old mechanical trouble breathing, because I'm not sure, uh, you know, how great that would prove, you know, I think he'd be fine physically on a football field, but I'm thinking more Anakin at the end of Revenge of the Sith, 
before he gets all burned up. And, you know, he may not have as much of the power of the dark side at that point in time, but he still has, to some extent, a chemistry with Palpatine, someone that Palpatine is creating trust with to go out and finish the mission. I think that those two can work together on this team. Wow. Wow. What a pick. So our, our draft room here is scrambling. <laughs> we, we had uh, Vader was our next pick. Oh, yeah. what so, position so, were you going to put him at? Oh, we can't tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we have to go with our, our the where we have to like circle the wagons here. We're going to go. We, we have a backup plan, luckily. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to go running back Lando Calrissian, and we're going to go Lando because Lando, you know, Lando is like a, um, he's like a, he, he was like a swindler. So he's like the perfect running back. He's gonna be very like very elusive. You're gonna have a hard time catching him, and uh, he's gonna be one of those running backs that like actually even like like Barry Sanders like running wise. You're gonna think you have him in the backfield, but all of a sudden like makes this amazing run comes out of nowhere. Um, he's also like a good team player. You know, even though like he, he, he seems like he's not on your side now, he's now he's on your side. And so I'm worried about a little some locker room problems now with Lando and Han and the same, same locker room, you know, like they're, just, they're probably going to be fighting in the locker room sometime, but luckily, you know, we got Leia. Now I'm, th- I'm thinking I might have some locker room problems and now I have Boba Fett. No, the so locker room. I'm going to have to think about a coach at some point. I'm thinking out loud about the, uh, I got some positives, but now I got some, I got some attitudes in the locker room. Yeah. So out of all the locker rooms you had been at in high school and D3 and then at Pitt and even on into the NFL, what were some of the things that you saw that made a good locker room? Some uh, some things that, you know, coaches would look for to create. Mm, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Because, you know, every great question, because every locker room was different and the locker room in many ways was determined by by the coach of course like the players are part of it and there's there certain players that the coaches no matter how they try to get them to be part of the culture they, they they just can't it's just how it goes but um you know looking back probably like one of the most like positive locker rooms i had would be with would be with the indianapolis coach which was this this guy the, the coach's name was ted marchabrota and i think the reason why that you know and he had a lot of success there is um he he was he was a player's coach, so I think a lot of the players felt like they were, like 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 they were valued, you know, because there are some locker rooms that I had where it was like here's here's coach, here's player, and so you have to be careful, of course, if it's player player, then you know they'll try to take advantage of you or so to, or something like that. But he was one of those guys who could who who could balance that out, similar to like Mike Tomlin today, like he's like like he's known as a player's coach, but obviously he's able to also get them to buy in on what he's doing because he's had so much success yeah he must be doing something right if he's lasted in pittsburgh for this long and (laughs) so many winning seasons but (laughs) and i know at one point you also mentioned that you got the opportunity to meet mike tomlin uh back when your special teams coordinator from Pitt was with the steelers so you know when you met him, what or did you see that in him? What was special about him? Yeah, yeah, just just a really like genuine guy, you know, who just makes everyone around him feel like they're like super important. Because I just stopped in, and you know, I, I yeah, like I said, like I only got to meet him because of my special teams coach friend who was with the Steelers at the time, 
and now he's he's with the New York Giants. But like you know, he just just you know made you feel like you know just just asking you a few questions about what's happening. And it was crazy because I'm thinking, why why does he, why does he want to meet this 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 random old kicker at this point? You know, but he uh, you know obviously he's got more important things to do. But he's just one of those guys who just like he's really really present around the when he when he's around people. And I wish him the best of luck with the Giants because I am a Giants fan and uh, <laughs> we'll see how much of the coaches and training right. staff are retained, unfortunately. Right. But uh, I know we're recording this on Friday the 21st. Earlier today, the Giants announced they're hiring Joe Shane, I think is how you say it, as their new general manager, mm. uh, the former Buffalo assistant GM. Uh, the first of the NFL GM hirings this offseason. So we'll, we'll see if he stays. But, you know, to his credit, arguably the best part of the Giants the last couple of years, Graham Gano, the kicker. So he's yeah, been doing yeah. something right. Yeah, it, it's a tough business. He's been he's been with a lot of a lot of teams, both college and pro, but he's still in it. So, <laughs> yeah, credit to him for that. All right, so that was your Land- – Landa was your last pick, I right. believe. Running back, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. I was – he did cross my mind at one point. But, <laughs> yeah, that whole thing of, you know, sort of switching sides, although it wasn't really I- – I guess he did technically switch sides. He made a deal with Vader and then wound up joining the Rebels. But – he he's still someone that comes through on promises, so give him that much. Uh, now I'm looking again. I've got an O lineman, a quarterback, a running back. Now I think it's my turn to draft a kicker, and someone that has again. I feel all of the qualities you were talking about earlier. I'm going with Obi Wan Kenobi as my kicker. He's someone that, you know, he's got the calm mindset. He may not have had quite of the same, you know, aura around him that he did in the original trilogy back when he was younger and, you know, had a maybe better physical conditions, but uh, he's still someone that has a calm mind. He can focus. He can uh, come through, get the extra point, get the... 50-yard field goal, and like you were saying with Leia, he can push the ball back left or right to make sure it gets through. Wow, this is if any if either kicker misses, it'll be shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you're glad you never had to compete against them. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so so what do I have left? I have a wide receiver. Yep. And what else? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I think that's just it, unless you oh, wanted it. to add that's any okay. other positions. Okay, so I got one more. This is my last pick? Yeah, and actually, then we can draft a coach or tail. Mm, okay, okay, wow, one last pick. I mean, all, all the big names are off the board. Vader, Skywalker, Han, Leia, Chewie, Obi-Wan. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just I love 3PO, but I, I just don't see <laughs> how that's... That's going to work out. Or Ooh, that, I'm, I'm not sure he could be a great head coach, but assistant coach. He, oh, wow. The statistician guy. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. All right. Interesting. Um, one last pick. Why'd we, oh, I got it. I got it. 
I'm going out of the box. I know I said my expertise is, is the original Star Wars, but I'm going with Ray for the wide receiver. You know, her like in, in the opening scene where she's basically like flying, you know, mm-hmm. when she's uh, scavenging, right? Yeah. And also like a, like a nice, strong, balanced personality in the locker room. You know, because like I said, mentioned earlier, I, I think I'm going to have some locker room issues. I need someone else in there to like, I could see her like when Han Solo and Boba Fett are going at it and she steps in like, hey guys, like, you know, we've got a game. Like get your, you know, get it together. So I'm going with Ray for my last pick. Yeah. Now, uh, I think that's good. She can definitely go out and find something, the whole scavenging thing. You know, she comes from humble beginnings and right, I she's, like that. she's definitely powerful and she has to learn to control her power. Mm. So, uh, you know, out of the players so far on your team do you think there's a mentor in there for her or do you think you would want to draft a coach that can fill that role Mm, i would have to say leia as the mentor i I mean it's possible when this is all said and done i I don't want to give up the secrets but i may even end up going (laughs) leia player coach and Mm. i may not draft a coach but it's possible yeah i mean general leia she definitely can you know come up with a plan uh, manage the situation and perform do you know who's still waiting to get drafted but he, he hasn't he's, he's still sitting there waiting yeah jar jar banks Ooh. you know the the, the the one of the more controversial characters of all time yeah but he, uh, he's sitting there you know he's sitting there watching on tv you know he's got a family around him hope he's drafted <laughs> and you know yeah I'll go in, maybe, this won't count as a pick, but I'll draft him as my ball boy or water boy. (laughs) Although, actually, that's giving him maybe a little too much responsibility, but he was a senator in the Galactic Senate, so Mm -hmm. hopefully he can manage that. He has a big responsibility. If he's your ball boy, he's got to make sure he's got the the kicker balls in when it's (laughs) time to kick, so can Jar Jar do that? Yeah, so what is special about the kicking balls? Yeah. So yeah. So the kicking balls. You know, if you go to the history of, of of the kicking balls. So so when I played, this was before before the whole rules with the NFL. I forget how long ago it was. Maybe ten or twelve years ago. They made a special change or, or special rule where you, it had to be marked with a K, as well as like they 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 were set aside the week before the game. Because what would happen, like like when I played up until like the, you know two thousand or so, is the kickers would take the balls and they would they would they would doctor the whatever they needed to do with them like so you know they put them in a drying machine um they would oil them up put them some lotions and they would basically basically as a kicker you want the ball to be as smooth as possible you know those dimples on there you want them all gone or or as flat as possible and so you want the ball to be to to resemble closer to like a like a, a beach ball versus something that that's contracted and hard so um you know the whole thing with like tom brady because you know quarterbacks Mm -hmm. want to do certain things with with their footballs and then the kickers and punters want to do something else so they're separated out so yeah so the the the, the k balls they can still mess with them so i I believe the latest rule is like about a week before the game they get them they can brush them down so the, the ball boy is super super important because he only has like limited time with the balls but within that time they can still do a really good job to get them to be broken in mm-hmm. and sort of to go along with that when you're kicking or even punting for that matter in most cases the ball you know it has sort of backspin on it and unlike a spiral which is how you would throw it. 
So what's the importance of that? And I know I've seen some punts. I was at the Giants Week 18 game, and you know I noticed some of the punts were sort of shifting to spirals. So I, I know you were a kicker, not a punter, but yeah, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, actually, in the World Football League, I had to do both, and and I was like the backup like punter at at, at Pitt. So yeah, so I would still punt during the week, but so if you when you punt it, if you put your fit in that nice position where it's flat you can and pointed it will the hope is like it'll hit a spiral and if you hit a spiral the, the it'll it'll cut through the air better so that, that, that so whenever a punter hits a spiral he's he's going for distance the new trend now in punting is you see like this australian style or or they'll they'll hit it end over end because they want to they want to place it more mm-hmm. so the, the the art of punting has, has has really shifted like back in the day you know um it was always like kick it as far and as high as you can but now they're they're being a little bit more like hey that's you know like kicking punting different ways to put it in different spots maybe pin them in the corner or maybe just pop it up really high where you force a fair catch and then that's when you'll see the ball maybe going more end over end with the punters yeah yeah and that's something that you know, I know you also talked about at one point, I his name is escaping me, but uh, you called him the Rocket, the kicker turner on Notre Dame, I think it was, who you just wouldn't give the ball to because he was, well, you did by accident, but he <laughs> took it 97 yards in the wrong direction, but sort of that same idea, but in kicking, what are the other contexts there? Yeah, that's, for kicking, you want, you know, you, you want it to, the best way to, to, to for the or for the ball to travel the furthest is now end over end. You know, so you can't kick like a spiral like off your foot. So, and the more pure it, it goes end over end, most likely the further and also like the straighter. So sometimes like if you, when you see those kicks that are missed and they look more like a helicopter, like oh he shanked it, he like a helicopter. What most likely happened is the kicker. Cause, cause a sweet spot of the football that they want to hit is about the size of like, like a, like a, like a dime. So if the kicker misses that even just a, a little bit, you won't see that pure end over end. Doesn't mean like he'll, he'll miss it because there's still like a little bit of a margin of error, depending on like how close you are, you know? So if he's kicking an extra point, he doesn't hit the sweet spot. The ball can still rotate funny, but chances are it'll still go through. But the further you go out, the more or the less margin of error you have that you, you you better hit that sweet spot. Otherwise for that ball, like if you're kicking a 50 yarder and you miss that sweet spot, the chances that ball is still straight after 50 yards is, is, is much slimmer. Right. All right. So now taking it back here to our star Wars characters, I need one more receiver to fill out my lineup. This one's tough. And uh, I mean, I think I might dip into the sequels as well. And again, maybe sort of a, I mean, he's still young, so maybe not the same kind of a mentor, but Poe, he escapes death somehow in uh, episode seven and he comes out, he's strong, he's confident as we saw in, uh, in the, yeah, in The Last Jedi, when, you know, he goes and starts arguing with um, Leia's replacement. I forget her name, but, and, you know, so he's confident. He's someone that can get out there. He's reliable. You know, he can do the job. 
And he's also just someone that's having fun out there. He's going to see the light in things and hopefully boost some morale for the team. Mm, That's a good pick. Yeah. All right. So now do you want to think about your coaches for a minute? And, And then we can also see where we would each want to play our teams on defense. Um, you know, would I guess you said before you would still want Jabba to be your D lineman, and I'm not sure where else you're going to put him on defense. But um, so you've got that, and where do you want to put someone as a safety or linebacker? Or yeah, yeah, we're doing and we're doing coaches, right? Yeah, in any yeah. order you want. Okay, awesome. Okay, so co- coaching, I was thinking I could, I could. There's a couple different directions I could go here. I could go Grand Moff Tarkin. If I mm. want like this, like this Bill Belichick kind of kind of coach, you know, like that everyone's like, you know, you know, like this guy wins all the time, but you know, like sometimes it's people aren't too, you know, everyone, no one likes the Patriots, right? The same thing like with Graham Moff Tarkin, but <laughs> you know, I'm looking at my roster right now, and I think a much better fit is going to be Admiral Admiral Akbar, head mm. coach. That is an excellent pick. Yeah, yeah, I mean. To work alongside Leia, Lando, Han, right? He's already got experience there. They all trust him. They look up to him. I mean, so I think with about half of your team, that's a great pick. And then the rest of it, you know, Ray, sure, she's probably fine. But how much is Jabba going to like that? How much is Boba Fett going to like that? Um, <laughs> we'll have to see how that is. Yeah, that's that's the locker room issues I'm going to have to contend with. Or uh, Admiral Ak- Akbar is now. Uh, yeah. I'm just a general general manager, right? So like, <laughs> it's it's his team. <laughs> hey, just like we were talking about with the Giants before, you're still attaching your name to this fictional scenario. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So obviously, I have Emperor Palpatine on my team, and if you're talking about egos, he's probably a big ego and he never really has anyone above him that we see in at least any of the movies or even tv shows the only time he has someone you know a master is before the events of the prequels take place is former master and so i think it's going to be hard to get a good coach to work with Palpatine, but at least someone with a similar vision, I'm thinking. So, you know, you sort of try to trace it back and, you know, we don't really see too much interaction with him in the original trilogy with anyone other than Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker for that matter. So, I mean, Palpatine is a bit of a tricky one there. Um... I, I mean, I think I'm going to have to go with Snoke. And I'm not sure if that pick will be technically allowed because he's more like a marionette sitting in there for the coach. But it's someone that Palpatine is going to be comfortable with because, you know, he directly controls Snoke. So I, I think that that can sort of keep the locker room together. Wow. So now, do you want to go to an assistant coach or look at the defense first? Mm, let's let's go defense. All right. Yeah, I'm, uh, Jab is just gonna he's gonna go both ways for sure. Right. Wow. Okay. I, you know, Boba Fett definitely both ways on D. He'll make a great cornerback. Yeah. 
Han Solo, like, you know, he's now, you know, I think about him in the first movie where he was, it appeared that he was kind of in it for the money, you know, so I, so I, mm. I don't, you know, I don't know where his head's going to be at. So he definitely doesn't want to go both ways. You know, he's, he doesn't, you know, don't want him to get, get too worn out. So let's see. Um, right, I got defensive lineman, cornerback. I need someone to rush to passer, right? So I'm going to go with yeah. uh, defensive end, Darth Maul. Wow. Or, or you didn't take him, right? He's still on the board. No, I did not. Right. Darth Maul. All right. Definitely someone out there, very aggressive in the time that we see him. He does damage and also receives damage. So, you know, I think he can fit in there. So here's the deal. The Super Bowl is coming up. And you're going to show up to the Super Bowl party and you're going to want to be wearing some NFL gear, right? So head over to fanatics.com. Get yourself the latest uh, NFL gear for the Bengals, Chiefs, Niners, or Rams, whoever winds up making it that far. And all over the website, right, you can get your favorite team's gear right the nba and nhl seasons are gearing up heading towards the all-star breaks respectively and guess what the mlb season's right around the corner and you know they're making some progress with those talks in the middle of the lockout so you know it's never a bad time to go buy a sports jersey or a shirt from your favorite team so you know go over fanatics.com is the place to go to get that gear and if you use my link down in the show notes it helps out a ton then your purchase will get tracked back to me and it just goes and helps cover the costs of the show same with built bar which i was talking about earlier so you can go down there find those links in the show notes I mean, just if I were to slot my team into defense, I would say Chewbacca's going to stick with the line. He'll be the lineman. And going up against Jabba the Hutt, that might be the most interesting matchup we have here. Because <laughs> I think other than Darth Maul, who, you know, at least operates like a human in terms of his physical abilities to walk, um, right, Chewie and Jabba are the farthest things from humans in this game. So that's definitely a matchup to pay attention to. But yeah, Palpatine, I feel the same way. I'm not sure I'm putting him on defense. We're not risking our star quarterbacks on uh, on the other side of the ball. So I'll match you with D-end. And for this position, actually... You know what? No, I'm not going to go with the end. In this case, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put Luke Skywalker as a cornerback. I think that, you know, it may seem like, well, how does that really fit his abilities? But, you know, he's someone that's definitely controlling. If you think about uh, Revenge of, or not Return of the Jedi, right? You're thinking, well, he's sort of put in a defensive stance when he's, you know, captured by Palpatine and Vader and he's someone that tries to manipulate the situation or get the ball back in his hands and get back to the offense. 
All right. So what's coming next for you on defense? I think I'm going assistant coach and I, I I'm, I'm going back right. and forth on this, but, but, but I think I, I'm going to go three PO as assistant coach, <laughs> you know, not the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. That's not his thing, but he's going to be more about the, um, like the scouting and he's going to find like the, like the other team's weaknesses and strengths. Like he's going to, he's going to have them completely. He'll help with the game plan, not execute it. Cause that's not his thing. It's just like giving it, giving us the numbers, their tendencies, and then Admiral Akbar, you know, using his intuition, will will make the decisions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first droid to go in here today. I think that's a good one. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to come back to my D end here, and I'm going with R two D two. Another, you know, out of the box pick, but he's someone that you know he's going to. You know, with his different flying or lighting the ground on fire abilities, he's going to find a way to get to the quarterback. And we'll have to see about his tackling abilities, but he does have those like arms that poke out of his body or whatever when he needs them. So I, I think he can get something going there. And I mean, if you're talking about his speed, he literally has a rocket on him. So he's fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Am I missing anything? If you wanted to put any of your other offensive players on defense, you could, or otherwise, then we can talk about the keys to this game for both teams. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm getting calls from the agents of the, uh, of, of some stormtroopers, but we're just not going to go there. You know, there's just <laughs> too much, there's too much clumsiness. There's, there's, you know, and like their, their, their shooting skills are horrible. Right, like, what's their success rate? Like, it, it's it's pretty <laughs> low. They're easily deceived. So, I just unfortunately, I just I had you know, I'm just not gonna not gonna pick any. All right. So, I mean, with the rest of my team, how they might play out, you know, Yoda on defense. I'm putting him as probably a safety, someone that'll you know stay back, conserve a little of that energy. He's not running around as fast as the quarter uh, corner backs. But he's someone out there that's still reliable. Vader, he'll probably be a linebacker. Keep him, you know, up close. Sometimes he might come in for the blitz. Sometimes he might drop back. Other than that, Palpatine. I said I wasn't, so I guess we'll leave it at that. And then in assistant coach, I, I mean, this is going to be hard just because of my whole reasoning with Snoke as my head coach but I mean I don't know I guess I could I I, I mean I don't know you you kind of used your assistant coach spot for the game planning of it and I'm not sure how much Palpatine is gonna like that so uh I don't know maybe R2D2 will be the playing coach as well sort of like you had going with Leia there and he might not have the same functionalities as C-3PO, but he's someone that, you know, he's still got the robot brain. He's not going to miss something and he'll, he'll find the best way to do it. And he's also creative. He has a personality of his own. He'll, you know, add that to the game plan. And especially I think he'll be calling more of the plays on defense. And I think that'll be some of his uh, specialties, but all right, so when you look at this game, uh, what are maybe two keys to this game for either team? What does each team need to do to win the game? 
Mm. Well, I, I, I think, you know, like looking through the rosters, you know, there's, there's a mix of the dark side and, 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 and the good side. So I think it's, it's going to be, you know, are they, are they able to play together? Like can Han Solo play with Boba Fett? It's going to be a big question. It's going to be one yeah. of the keys, keys to the game. You know, I'm not worried about Lando and Han and their their little like little skirmishes to get in because I know when when it's game time they're they're going to show up. I think it's that. I think it's Jabba. Like is is Han? You know, Han Solo. Like you know, he, he's had this history with Jabba, and um, are they going to be able to put that to the side? So I, I think it's it's going to be uh, playing as a team. Yeah, and I think if you put that on, if you apply that to my team as well, what you're going to see is right. You have that, but sort of even more extreme. You have Palpatine and Vader on one side, and on the other half of that, you have Yoda, who literally duels Palpatine. You have R2-D2, Obi-Wan, they're just going along with Yoda. Uh, And then there's Chewie, who... I'm I'm not sure if he's considered a strong personality, but you know you sort of have that taken to an extreme. I mean, is it is it possible? I'm going to throw this out there right now, straight up Boba Fett for Chewie. I, I mean I don't know. Like <laughs> we'll we'll have to see. Maybe there will be a trick play somewhere in there. Maybe Chewie uh, takes you know a couple snaps in the defensive uh, secondary, but you know I think that your team probably edges out mine in terms of that category of working together. But, you know, nonetheless, you still have Darth Maul on your defense. And I think, so that definitely gives your team the upper hand. But where my team, I think, has a chance is coming back to Jabba the Hutt. And how well is he going to keep up with Chewbacca, with R2-D2. So are there any, you know, football, NFL, college scenarios that either you were a part of or have seen where you have, you know, maybe a bigger offensive lineman matched up against, you know, a star D-end? Yeah, no, that's such a great question. I I think, I mean, you know... um, like the job is not going to be a good pick because like the, like the, the speed now required <laughs> in, in, in this game, like, you know, back in the day you could get away with it, but like he, he's just not going to be able to uh, contend with, uh, with Chewie on that side of the ball. I, I, I just, I just don't see that happening. Now the only, my only question is on, cause we, we saw Boba Fett or excuse me, we saw Jabba, you know, I don't know where he was at that point in his career. Like, was there a point in his career, at, you know, where he was he was more mobile, or was he always just the the, the sitting there like that? You know, I, I I almost think of Jabba the Hut more like Pizza the Hut, you know, <laughs> baseballs. But was there a time when Jabba was was more mobile? Yeah, there may have been, but I'm definitely thinking about that Dallas game last week, and is he going to be able to get the ball down and uh, get the referee to touch it so that it can be snapped? Uh, you yeah, know. this is going to be a weakness. Yeah, another thing, he doesn't really have legs to snap the ball between no. if, <laughs> if that's part of his responsibilities there. <laughs> yeah, there, there may have to be a, yeah. You know, we can always pull someone out of free agency. 
<laughs> there you go. Just like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now just to wrap this up, any last thoughts who you think is ultimately going to come out on top of this Star Wars matchup? You know, I think if if you have to make it this, the person I think is who who's going to be the edge here is, is going to be Yoda. And, you know, that was, if I were to go back, that was probably, that probably would have been my first pick. I felt like I needed a quarterback, but I, th- I think you just can't, you can't bet against Yoda. Can't bet against right? Brady, there's, can't there's, bet against Yoda. <laughs> I mean, even once Yoda passes, he's still... You know, he 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 still has this energy, and and he'll he'll still make an impact on the game. So yeah, I think the team with Yoda, that's you know, that's where I put my put my money on. Yeah, I I think that is a good take, and you know, I think just that combined with Jabba's uh, lacking <laughs> of physical abilities was an interesting pick, and you know. Obviously, we would have to see it in real life, but, you know, he's definitely got other qualities beyond just the f- the physical aspect. If you're talking about those that have things figured out that are controlling things, you're probably thinking of Palpatine and Jabba the Hutt, that, you know, he controlled so many people for so long until Leia puts that to an end. Um, a bit of... Well, I was going to say foreshadowing in this game, but Leia's on your team too, so... <laughs> yeah, that's another, that's another locker room issue I just thought of. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, do you have any last thoughts, and where else can the listeners find you? Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Hey, I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I have a website, seanconley.net, so um, yeah, if, if they're interested in, in the book, they can find that there, and um, yeah, that, that's about it. Yep, and I'll link to that down in the show notes, the points after. And uh, yeah, so that is it for this episode. Thanks again for coming on, Sean. Thank you, William. I had a good time. Appreciate it. A lot of fun. As always, thanks for listening to this episode of the Substantiate Podcast. Come back again in two weeks. I think in two weeks I will be previewing the Super Bowl with a fantastic guest. And that episode is going to be centered a little bit more around the betting side of the Super Bowl. We're going to be going over the spread. We're going to be going over a bunch of different prop bets and stuff on statementgames.com. And we're going to get you ready for the Super Bowl. Again, that is in two weeks And until then, again, I just want to thank Sean for coming on. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at SubstantiatePod. Leave me a rating in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I hope it's five stars. But anyway, if you need to contact me, you can do that to SubstantiatePod at gmail.com or just send me a DM over on Instagram or Twitter. Thank you for listening to this episode of Substantiate. The best way to help support the show is to, number one, tell your friends about Substantiate. That is the number one way to support us. 
The second way is to leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Number three, follow us at SubstantiatePod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch.